Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined, as I always am, on this fine Thursday afternoon by Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, uh, I have two funny stories, I think, that people okay. will enjoy. All right. One involves accidentally trying on a blouse at the Old Navy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we need the rest of that. Okay, good. All, All right. right. We'll just tell that one. All right. There's, no, right. no, no, no. So, I want the other. No, I want to hear the other one. But that is already um, funny. That, no, you don't even need I, to tell anymore of that story. That's already funny. Okay, check. <laughs> no, there's some details in there that are that make it funnier. Um, and then the other one was happened yesterday on the air, and I don't, and and I just found out it got picked up on the air. If you listen super duper closely to yesterday's episode, okay. But yesterday I was live. I'll just tell that one really quickly. Yesterday I was live with Yovan, and um. Jen had to leave for work really quickly. So Avery was just like out by herself in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the living room uh-huh. and she starts knocking on the door. Right. <clears throat> this, I think to, was uh, to, your, to your office. Yeah. Just right mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Avery starts knocking on the door to the office and she goes, and, and I go like, I, I muted myself. And I, I said to her like, Avery, what's up? I'm still working. And she goes, you're still working. And I'm like, I, I work 40 minutes a day, Avery. Like, this is just the one window. It's the one window. <laughs> and I go, what's up? She goes, I'm hungry. She like, she, she's just like, she says hungry in a really funny way. She's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, what? Hold on. I'm almost done. And so I wrap up the show. And by the time that I was finished, Jen got back and she goes, so Avery tried to make herself some mac and cheese. I was like, she did what now? Avery is four and she is all of three foot two <laughs> out the box. The craft out the box. Uh, it was like a little, little like cup that they sell now. They oh, make okay. it even oh. easier now. It's oh, like, a, right. like a cup of, of, of Mac and cheese. All right. What do you just throw it in the microwave? Uh, yeah, basic. Well, you add water and you throw it in the microwave. Okay. Avery can't reach many, the microwave. I was going to say, how many of these steps did she get? <laughs> she, got, she got one step. She okay. opened it. And oh, she was right. trying to, she was trying to eat the mac and cheese. <laughs> I, I mean, when she said she was hungry, she was not kidding. <laughs> Apparently, so that was that. That was the 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 lesser of the two stories. I'll save the. Oh the wait, what's story his, what's his name is going to be upset though that we've we've now mentioned uh, your daughter again, less than oh, two man. minutes into the show, he's going to be upset. I hope, 
I hope I hope that person is okay. In in uh, but I will save, and I'm going to tease this because I'm a professional okay. podcaster. Clearly, I'm going to tease the blouse story for the end of the show. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Between now and then, you and I are going to talk about all kinds of stuff. I want to talk to you about the wing rotation. Okay. I want to talk to you about the Lakers' current identity okay. and what it might mean for Gabe Vincent if he ever comes back. Um, I want to talk to you about D'Angelo Russell and uh, Zach Levine, as those rumors just will not die. And and and, but I want to start in 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 a very. Uh, you, you came full on. I listened to you came full slander. You came with the full D'Lo slander. Uh, I listened when, what you I, what talk, when you were talking with Harrison. I listened to your show with Harrison the other day, and you came with the full the full slander. You just don't like you. You do not like the cut of his jib. I the, what the way in which he conducts an offense or does not conduct an offense. I mean, that's not ideal. I don't. Okay, I don't. See, you know. See, I, that's what I'm saying. You went full slander. Well, are, you sound like you you disagreed. Um, yeah, because D'Lo is not like D'Lo is not there to be Chris Paul, to be John Stockton, to be whatever. So mm-hmm. I think you, well, I specifically, you were like, you played point guard, right? Ian, you, you mentioned that you played point guard and the job was to get, uh, you know, whoever's hot or get guys going or figure out the best shot. That's LeBron's job. That's what LeBron is doing. That's mm-hmm. what LeBron has done his entire career. That's what LeBron will do his entire career. The reason why D'Lo is not uniquely qualified, but it is the archetype of point guard you want with mm-hmm. LeBron is because he's a shooter, right? He's a, He can handle, he can operate in the pick and roll, but he's a shooter in the Kyrie mold in, you know, there's, there's some other guys, but a traditional, like a traditional point guard, is not going to work with LeBron because LeBron's going to have the ball. And if the dude is just like the guy that gets everybody else involved all the time and is finding the best shot. I mean, those guys don't really exist anymore either. Well, like say like a Tyus, a Tyus Jones, right? The assist to turnover King forever. He's an yeah. okay shooter, not a great shooter. Like the guy who just controls the game or Chris Paul is another example. Like those guys don't work with LeBron because LeBron's going to be doing their job mostly. So I think that was unfair to D'Lo because that's not what he's asked to do on this team. Well, the problem is, though, that like the Lakers start most of their games now basically getting D'Lo going. And he has the ball a ton in his hands at the beginnings of these games. And sometimes it works out, right? And Harrison did make the point, and it was a fair one, that he has done a pretty good job, I think, at least early in games, getting like AD going. But then Mm -hmm. that goes away. And I think the reason, the part of the reason that like AD's touches are as consistent, as inconsistent as they are, is because like, like, and to the point that you're making about D'Lo, like in the way that he approaches basketball, D'Lo thinks the answer to every like rut that the Lakers go into is my time to shine. I'll shoot us out of it, fellas. But that's, and it's that's like, what D'Lo does, though. I know, right? I know. But I, that's no, no, I don't mean that's like, what he does. Like, that's his thing is like, if it's not going well, I'm going to do it. What I'm saying is every, every person in the NBA, and we talk about this with coaches a lot, right? It, like how coaches solve problems. They tend towards, mm-hmm. you know, offense or defense. You usually like, yeah. And D'Lo, his problem solving is he's going to get a bucket because that's what, yeah. that's who he is. He's a guy that gets buckets. That's his skill. And he I'm saying buckets. that I don't know. I'm saying that I don't know if that's necessarily what the Lakers need at that position. And I think it's part of why he struggles in these high leverage games is because like he doesn't get a ton of separation for himself and the types of shots that he takes for himself 
are often more contested than you would like when you're trying to get yourself an important bucket. And that's, that's all I'm saying. And, and like, I want to be clear, you know, I like D'Angelo Russell. He seems like he seems like he's really matured over he's his time in the league. He's also had a good league. season, by the way. He's also been good this year. Yeah, yeah. unless the, Lake, the the game matters a little bit more. The Lakers are playing a little bit better of a team. But like, what? <laughs> we, we couldn't just be he's had a good season. You had to like <laughs> stick that little bit in there. Just like kind of <laughs> under your breath. Just... <laughs> Look, man, I am at my core an immigrant dad. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I grew up under those circumstances, and that's how I am. That's how I was born and raised, and this is just who I am as a person. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, I think like you know, and this is why I think part of why the, the Zach Levine rumors just won't go away is because like I think the rest of the league. So essentially. I'm going to pull back the veil a little bit. Oh, all right. I'm going to pull back the veil on some of the reporting that is going on as it pertains to, to D'Angelo Russell okay. and the Lakers in general, right? With with okay. the trade rumors surrounding the, 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 the Lakers right now. There are two trains of thought. There are One is now? the two trains of thought. Trains of go. thought. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, the local angle. What is a train of then, thought? What's that? What is a train of thought? It's the one I'm trying Can to we like go school, get out of my school, mouth. I right think now. you want school. A school of thought is that? I think that's what you're going for. No, I think there, it, I, there are two schools of thought. I think that's what you're going for. Train of thought, I'm, sure, okay. There's two paths. There's two paths. Is what I you think mean. train is also train of thought right, is also. Let's go. Let's get it. All right. So there's two. But either way, mean all right. There are two. There are two paths here. There are two. There are two lines of thinking. Is yes. that okay? Yeah, I all like right? that. Yep, that works well. You're a professional broadcaster. That works. The Local one, right? And then there is the national one. Yes, and the that local is always, one. That is, yeah, that is always true. Two branches of coverage. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, well, I and and in this case, I think there's a real dichotomy between those two trains of thought, lines of thought, whatever you want to, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. phrase okay, you want to like use it. there. I like it. Locally, and this is what I hear. Or, I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm, I do, I don't live locally, but like I talk to the Lakers as if I'm a Lakers. Yeah, person, you're talking about right? uh, the people that cover the Lakers every day, the beat people, Yovan, and, and well, or or like people like you know Boyke, loosely connected with the Lakers, Got right? Like yeah, just, okay. You know, so like either the people whose the focus two. is the Lakers as opposed to the people whose focus yeah. is the league, right? Mm -hmm. And so locally, what I'm talking about here is, and this is the consistent message that gets sent by the people that I talk to who are closer to the Lakers is that the Lakers are perfectly fine being patient here. They've done plenty of winning here at this point. And there, there is no like push to trade for a point guard who has a lot of the same problems that you and I just talked about with D'Angelo Russell, right? Like in terms of, of Zach Levine isn't a point guard, by the way, he's well, less of a point guard than D'Lo. I know, but I'm but he's like a point guard sized human being. He's six three. No, 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 no. No, Levine's bigger than that. But continue. But any well, I mean, Delo's bigger than that too. They're both they're both six five. All right, so he's like continue. six six four, six five. But regardless, um, like the 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 locally though, it is very much like just gonna be patient. We're gonna see what the market looks like when there is more than just one team that is clearly heading towards a fire sale. There is no rush to be tied 
to Zach Levine. That is locally. Mm-hmm. Nationally, it's a lot of people who are throwing together a lot of, uh, I think, circumstantial evidence that would allow them to throw Lakers and trade rumors into headlines and sure. generate the clicks that way. Right? Uh, what are what is? I don't even know what the circumstantial evidence is, though. Like other than other than the Bulls or somebody releasing that the Bulls and Levine were both open to the Bulls moving him. I don't Mm -hmm. like, is there any evidence other than that? That has nothing to do with the Lakers specifically. The clutch thing. Oh, I mean, okay. The the, the Lakers are always going to be connected to clutch, right? Fair. Um, I think not fair, not fair, but like, yes, accurate. I think it's fair. No, no, I'm not saying it's, I know it's not fair. It's just, it's like random. But what I am saying is it is fair that you bring that up as circumstantial evidence. It's it's ridiculous that that happens, but yes, I understand that. Yes that and no. I, I think it's, I think it's some, the only, I mean, like, I think Rich Paul is quoted in an article, right? Calling the Lakers, we, <laughs> you know, like that has happened in the past. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw Rich the other day. Um. But so, uh, was it close to the Lakers? Was it close to the Lakers? Uh, I, yeah, at a Lakers I, saw, game? I saw, I saw, him, I saw him at a Lakers game. Yeah, I did, in fact, see him yeah. at a Lakers game. Uh, so, I think, so the, the clutch thing is, is, is one of the reasons that the people that I talk to who are, like, more league-wide focused and mm-hmm. talk around the league continues to bring up the Lakers and Bulls in some of these things. And also, like, the Bulls, Adrian Wojnarowski, who doesn't do this very often, but Adrian Wojnarowski on ESPN basically too. said, "What's that?" Saw Woj the other day too. At a Lakers game. Guess where it was? Was it at the Spearmint Rhino? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it was. <laughs> it was at a Lakers game, shockingly, <laughs> on uh, on Tuesday. I love it when I can like just I I know exactly what it's going to take that's going to knock you off of your bed or knock you off of your chair. But anyway. Um, right, it's been a while since I've been to a experiment, right? Oh, it's been, it's been a minute. It's been really busy lately with James Harden now. And did not but, see what so, I did not in fact, see Woj at a, at a strip club. It's good to know. But uh, nationally though, and I think this is an effort on the part of the bulls, the best way to drum up a market is to link the player who needs a market drummed up and the Lakers. Right. And that's why, again, I have been told in pretty certain terms that the Lakers are not particularly interested in Zach Levine. His contract is too big. He's barely played this season. As soon as he started sitting, the Bulls got better. Um, He just doesn't have a great reputation in terms of a willingness to do the things that win basketball games. From what I've been told, again, locally, you know, with the people that I talk to who are around the Lakers, again, the Lakers are just not particularly interested in Zach Levine. Nationally, the Bulls are making this effort to drum up a market for this guy that they clearly have to trade, but don't want to trade at a negative price tag as he is currently considered around the league. Again, Woj, somebody who's very careful with his words, said of Zach Levine last week, there is no market for him. So, the Bulls are doing everything they can to please, dear God, tie the Lakers to this guy somehow. 
so that somebody can look at least kind of interested in them. But every time I go back and I say, hey, here's the latest edition of this thing. Every time I go back and I ask people closer to the Lakers about it, they're like, there's nothing we can do about that. They just, it's all circumstantial. And we are mm-hmm. not in of the people that are eventually going to be available from the Bulls in that backcourt. Alex Caruso is at the top of the list for interest. DeMar DeRozan is a little bit below there. And Zach Levine is somewhere in the basement. There's just not very much interest in him because you have to you have to carve out a big chunk of your rotation to get him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I'm not going to talk about any players specifically, but my, I, I mean, I think you're right about the difference in national coverage versus local coverage um, because the local people are talking to the Lakers every day um, mm-hmm. and can sit down at a game with Rob or less so genie, but like, or Kurt or whoever, right, can actually like sit mm-hmm. around at a game and actually have a conversation. Plus, they know the people around the Lakers because they're around every day. Um, yeah. Was it was it Wiki? I think it was Dan who did you see did you see the video of um I think in the press conference, LeBron and, and after the game on Tuesday, LeBron and AD were were answering questions and Dan, I think it was Dan, I think it was Wiki, like started coughing. You can't see him in the video, but you mm-hmm. hear him cough when LeBron is answering, and uh, and AD looks over and goes, "That's two. Like he points up, puts up two fingers, like that's two. One more, and you're out of here. He like holds up two fingers, and he goes, <laughs> "Dan, like Dan, that's two. Like two coughs, one more, and we got to get you out of here." Yeah, and they start like everybody. LeBron just starts laughing in the middle of the uh, in the middle of it. My point in saying this is like, this is the kind of relationship you can have if you cover the team every day or if you're around the team yeah. every day. That's you're why going local to get coverage that, is really valuable. You're going to get stuff that other people don't get. Um, so obviously you're going to get more accurate and better information from local people. I don't know that it's the bull, like you present it and I, my tinfoil hat, Anthony is my favorite Anthony. But you are presenting it, and you might be right, but you are presenting it, I think, more nefariously than, or more calculated from the Bulls' perspective than I probably would. I think Mm. national people are just doing the Bulls' job for them. You know, like, they will take, hey, he's available, and use all that circumstantial stuff and run with it, right? Because if you mention Lakers and trade, 
you're going to get clicks, period, end of discussion. If there's right. anything, if there's like any little possible thread that you can pull on and connect and all of that, it's you're going to go with Lakers, right? Because that's what gets clicks. I don't know that the Bulls have like specifically said, hey, national newsbreaker here, say Lakers, report Lakers, you know, I, I just say, hey, he's available, right? We've decided that he's available. He wants to be available. We've decided he's available. And I think they're just probably letting national people run with it. Because in national coverage, there's much, much less nuance. Are national mm -hmm. people, do, can they talk to Rob? Of course. Can they talk to whoever with the Lakers? Yes, of course. But there isn't that built-in relationship every single day. And if there is a relationship, and this is not just, this is not about the Lakers specifically, but the national, you know, the newsbreakers, Woj, Shams, Chris, you know, whoever, like you can't, um, you can't have that relationship with 30 teams. You cannot have the same relationship with everybody. Right. There just isn't, that's just not humanly possible. So some of it does become transactional in a much smaller way than local people because local people have those relationships built in national people it's it is often just straight transactional you know put this out there all right i'll get you you know when we're going to mm -hmm. do something i'll get you the next one so look i can tell you the same thing i will tell you the same thing that you've heard no i won't i won't tell you the same thing that you've heard because i'm not <laughs> you don't have to i just said it <laughs> i'm not going to mention anybody specifically um however yeah. what you just said about interest levels is yeah, yeah. you're not That's wrong fine. and you're not wrong and here's the i mean like and the, the thing about not rushing yes that is correct there is no rush to do anything um the lakers have been pretty good and um just now we're finally seeing what it looks like with a mostly complete roster mm -hmm. um obviously gabe you, you mentioned gabe earlier who we can get to later but you know it's whatever 20 whatever games into the season which is what NBA teams and coaches usually use anyway to kind of the first 20 games, you kind of figure out who you are and the Lakers have been pretty good and are just now starting to get to figure out what it looks like, what rotations look like. And you said, you want to talk about the wing rotation, all of that. So yeah, there's no rush, but also like all of these contracts, like there can't be a rush. The Lakers still for another, whatever, six days or what, eight days, and then for a month and eight days can't trade anybody yet. The Lakers literally have three players they can trade well, right now. And one of them is LeBron James. So as, as an example though, of what you're talking about, where like a national person person throws a bunch of details together and then runs with it. Um, this morning on like, I think it was FanDuel TV. Shams Karani is on there and he goes like, Zach Levine is going to be out another three to four or four to five weeks or whatever. And his injury or his potential return to injury coincides ironically with January 15th. Mm -hmm. And, and that's when just about everybody who will be available this season are, will be available, right? Certain January, guys yes. are not going to be January available. 15th. That's yes. If you're not mm -hmm. available by January 15th, you're, I mean, there's a, yeah, there's like, a couple well, like guys, but Jared everybody else. right. Is an example. Uh, no, Jared it, Vanderbilt is, is not. Coming, he is. He cannot be traded this year. 
that's what I mean. Is it like that? Like the there are a few like outliers or a few. Examples no, what I'm of saying is like they're like the 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 number of guys who are not available January fifteenth, but are available before the trade deadline. The, the Lakers yeah. don't have any of them. What I'm saying is around the league, it's almost there's a couple guys, but almost nobody. Yeah, right. Um. Anyway, but so like the 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 Lakers though, um, or or the. Uh, the line of reporting here that, that Shams went with here was like, yeah, Zach Levine is going to be available to play again, January, mid January or so mm-hmm. right around the time that a lot of guys are going to be returning, but the guys that he chose to, to roll with there, because again, he knows how to get clicks. I think mm-hmm. um, the guys that he names in that clip are D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura. But, and and he's I'm not here. wrong. He's not, there's no reporting there. The only reporting is about Levine's timeline. There's no well, report, and he's not wrong. He's like he's just like pulling. He's giving a fact and then saying, "Isn't this interesting?" and saying nothing. Well, yeah, except that to like clicks. Ex- exact, yeah. Well, but the thing is that a lot of people aren't gonna aren't gonna make that distinction, right? Mm-hmm. That's you're the game, look though, right? Well, I, I guess, but like this is this is again where I think it's important for us to explain that he isn't saying anything there. And that it's going to be framed as if he's actually saying something that he isn't. And I want to be clear in saying that he isn't saying anything because I know that the Lakers aren't interested in Zach Levine. Like that's the part of it that, that I think needs to be repeated is that the Lakers are not interested in Zach Levine. Why would the gospel brother? That a boy. But that's, but that's, that's why I I wanted to pull back the veil a little bit and, and, and try to inform some people on what's going on there, either in the, in the reform, in the reporting, the framing of it, and then most importantly, the aggregating of that where you see all of these stupid Twitter accounts that exist just to throw stuff out there that like is disingenuously presented. You see all of that stuff and you see millions and millions and millions of impressions of people who aren't as 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 uh, informed on this stuff as maybe you and I might be, and I'm going to sit here and say, the Lakers aren't interested in that guy. Can we stop this? Like, because I, I, so let me, let I've me, been let... told in pretty certain terms that that is not the, the of all of the Bulls there. The Zach Levine is it ranks pretty damn low on the list of desirable players. Hennessy, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, excuse me, unnamed cognac is delicious. Well, let me you. ask a further question though. Um, like you're right, it is like Shams has said nothing there, right? And and yeah. some people don't know, and there are. Twitter accounts that exist like solely just to get impressions to to uh, parrot what some of the top ranked people, top ranked newsbreakers have said. Just just repackage it and put it back out, or say Sham said, or Woj said, or Chris said, mm-hmm. or per. Or sometimes they just linked a reporter to it, even though the reporter didn't say those. Sure. Things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I guess so. And you said there, there's plenty of people that are maybe not as um, educated on such, such things or maybe not as aware as, as you are or I am on such things. But I guess my, my follow-up question is, like, so? So what? Well, I don't, like, what, what is the damage done? What, so what Sham says or what Woj says that may get clicks and get, you know, a million people on Twitter account X to... Twitter account X is funny. A random Twitter, <laughs> random Twitter X-Men account X. that is solely yeah. there to 
you know, to put rumors, unsubstantiated stuff just to get impressions and clicks and such. That's not going to influence what the Lakers do. So I guess who cares? Let them uh, well, let them make the, I mean, you you have a thing about like journalistic integrity more than I do. I just don't care that much. But other than like it's disingenuous and you're right and it's intellectually dishonest and you're right. Like, I don't know. So let I don't know. Let people well, let people make their money. Make go ahead. Make your bread. However, you're not really harming anybody other than like, you know, you're being intellectually dishonest and disingenuous. Like, eh, so what? Well, I mean, like, that's where that's where like. Like one of the few places that 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 like this is why, oh man, this is a tangent that people aren't going to really care about. But like the reason that I do bring up journalism and journalistic ethics and stuff like that as often as I do is because sports is one of the low stakes places that we can practice those things. And I don't journalism... look, I am not trying to get I am not trying to get like political news from Shams or what. No, for sure. But but what, what I'm saying, though, is that like media literacy is a real problem in this country and a I real agree. problem worldwide. And we are all stuck in our little bubbles or whatever. And part of the reason that we are in in that like in the spot that we find ourselves where George Santos is making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars off of Cameo for being such an incredible liar in Congress that he got booted. You know how bad you have to be at lying to stick out from that bunch? Like, you, you know how bad you have to be at it to, like, for those people to be like, all right, that is a step too far. <laughs> like, wait, we... wait a second, man. Hey, wait a second now. <laughs> so what for you us said? to be like, hey, wait, 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 wait a second now. So like, this is, this is why I do kind of, you know, harp on, on, if not journalism, because like you said, like, I don't think Shams did anything wrong there. He was just giving out again, some circumstantial details He's that add to the report that are going to make it more packageable mm-hmm. for those accounts that mm-hmm. prey on everybody's lack of media literacy. That's mm-hmm. the part of it that like, you know, knowing what I know about this stuff, I, I do wish that we could practice this stuff a little bit better with some of these low stakes spots so that eventually when it is something information, <clears throat> information that is more important, we're a little better. We're a little bit better at, at, at just, you know, the distinctions and the details right. that are, are, are worth noting, brother. You're right. You're right. I, You're I objectively think I've, right, I think I've but I'm, this, I'm still going to sit here this. and I'm going to whine about it. You could, that's fine. You like whining. You like finding stuff to whine about. That's fine. You're <laughs> wrong whine. about the in-season tournament. I was wrong. You know I, what I'm not wrong? You know what I'm not wrong about? You know what I'm not wrong about? This. What? Look at this thing. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, it's awful. No, it, again, it's awful. You're I, right. Right. The I courts... just showed a picture of the in-season tournament taken from the NBA's own official account. And they're like, the courts mostly suck. Some of them are fine, <laughs> especially the red ones. The courts mostly suck. Who? So what? Who cares? We you do. So I what? Know. Who cares what the courts look like? Aaron, you're the only person in the NBA is the only entity that is saying to everybody after years and years and years and decades and decades and decades of marketing being important and branding being important. <laughs> are you upset that are you upset that the NBA has requested that the Lakers wear uh, the gold uniforms? Tonight? I don't think it's great that your court makes it so that a team cannot wear their uniforms. I don't think that's a good thing. No. <laughs> It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It just doesn't matter. Anyway, I was wrong. You're wrong about the in-season tournament. I was wrong about it because I went into the year quite skeptical and didn't think um, 
and maybe it's because the Lakers are five and zero in 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 season tournament games, and I'm kind of like, this is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> maybe it's a little confirmation bias, or not if confirmation. They win it, bias, man, I'm going to say the thing is the most important cup. You know, yeah. you can make an argument that it's more about more important than like the championships the Celtics won before black players were allowed. <laughs> I actually, I said this. I think I, I think it was uh, on All Access Lakers a couple of days ago when uh, you and True Ron. I think that's, I believe I said it then, but do you think there's going to be like some sort of conversion rate for, uh, for, for Twitter trolls? There's going to be like in-season tournament cups, like some kind of conversion rate to, to uh, real championships. Is it going to be like, well, my guy does have four in-season cup <laughs> championships. That's at least worth, that's more valuable than one real, like one Larry O'Brien trophy. I mean, yeah. You, you know, have like Luke, Charles Barkley like four, coming out of retirement to be these. like it. Luke has got four of these. That's like I know I know your guy has one title, but eh, four cups in, in season. Mm. Are you are you are you pitching the idea? Because I'm I'm here for it that the Lakers should add like they should sign Charles Barkley to a ten day and have him sit at the end of their bench so he can finally have a title. He can win a title. <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, I do care. Because anytime there's a chance to win something, you should win it. Go win it. But I don't care that much. It just was not lost on me that the Celtics lost the first ever elimination game in the in-season tournament ever. I don't like I just <laughs> couldn't. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely look. The fact that the Lakers have done a lot of winning during this thing and the Celtics have lost in that fashion. What they, it was like a 9-0 run with 30 seconds to go in the game or something like that or a minute to go in the game. That I'm willing to laugh at, and I think it, that that is the kind of thing that I might be I'm, I might be willing to extend to how games are going to go that are going to matter with this core because they keep on going that way with with Tatum and Brown. By the way, can we can we also speaking of Luka and runs? Can we also make fun of the Mavs for going on a 30 to 30 0 run in the fourth quarter and losing? That's wild. It is insane. 30 to 30 zero is wild. And then losing. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I, all right, let's, uh, we, we don't have too, too long here because you have to get off and, and get ready for these, uh, these, the, Indeed. this in season quarter or semifinals. semifinals. That, Lakers yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that I will be on all access Lakers for all access Lakers or no playback.tv slash all access Lakers is where you yes. can tune in. You can also find it on, to, uh, there's a, a, the iOS app. Mm-hmm. come hang out with us. uh you can uh you can tune in with me with raj with rome are you gonna be on there tonight i mean yes at the beginning um okay. but i'm gonna do a little pre-game hang out with you guys pre-game and then once the game starts i will have some other duties okay. that I, I will have some things i have to do you know what yes i'll, I'll be hanging out i'll be here and there i'll be hanging out yes all, all right, right. Uh, that is all access Lakers where you can find us there. And then after the game, uh, I, and maybe Raj, we'll see, we'll do post game here as well. But I want to talk to you really quickly before you have to go about an identity that I think the Lakers can finally land on and can finally build on that being, man, they have, a, they can just come at you in waves of wings and, uh, they really shut the water off in some key spots for the Phoenix suns. There are Mm -hmm. some guys on this team that I don't think necessarily fit that um, identity. 
and whose roles I think should maybe diminish as a result of that. Torian Prince, please, please get him out of my life. Um, but yeah, what do you think of of like, you know, we saw Jared Vanderbilt immediately impact the game despite only playing 15 minutes. I thought mm-hmm. Max Christie looked really good out there despite only playing eight minutes. And that is something that I would like an explanation for. Um, Cam Reddish was back and he continues to be a nuisance guarding the ball. Um, and, and, you know, it's allowed LeBron to play this kind of like strong safety, like center of the defense type of, of, of position. You're going, you're going Ed Reed. Oh, you're calling LeBron. I Ed do. Reed. I like All it. Right. No, okay. I, I like it. The, 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 um, I, I explained it twice now over the last few days. I, I, that was I, a football reference, by the way, Raj, if you're listening, that's a, that was a football <laughs> reference. I'm hurt dog. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I really like this, this as a, as a identity that I think like if the Lakers really do hammer home their defense and really hone it over the course of the year, they can play championship level defense with this group. This is a group that is very versatile, um, really gets after it. And yeah, the shooting I think is going to be an issue with some of those, with, with some of those combinations. But if you can defend the way that the Lakers can defend and then leverage that into some transition opportunities as well, and it allows LeBron to be a little less taxed on defense while being just as impactful playing that kind of like free safety role. Like this is, this is something, this is the most excited I have been about the Lakers since like the season started, like seeing that in practice was like, Oh, Holy shit. This group can really get after it. Yes. <laughs> like, is there a question? Yes. Well, no, like, um, like the, the, like, do you think, do you think like, do you think Torian Prince fits into that identity? Do you think like eventually Darvin Ham will lean more heavily on guys who maybe do fit into it a little bit better than Prince might, or even for example, better than like D'Angelo Russell fits into that identity. Uh, no, I mean, I think D'Lo's going to start and play heavy minutes. I do think that, once once cam and vando are like fully healthy and there's no minute restrictions etc um i do think that torian probably isn't gonna start anymore that's what i'll say about that um i also think i know and so i agree though with the max thing i think max needs to play more and if you listen to um LFR Pete has been tracking this that you know he he tracks the the Lakers big lineups versus small lineups and mm-hmm. the difference there is basically how big the nominal small forward is right at LeBron um if it's LeBron playing the nominal small forward right with a say AD and Christian Wood that's a big lineup um Torian Prince is a small lineup Rui is the fifth guy is a big lineup that kind of thing the only small lineup that has a a positive uh, net rating is lineups with max. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I don't know why Max played eight minutes. Um, but I do think that he like made a three, and then we never saw him again. He made a big three, and then we just like, oh, I, I guess we're in a. So my back, huh? my my senior year, <laughs> my senior year of high school, uh. I was good-ish. It was fine. Um, 
for some reason there was one game like I randomly I would start sometimes like I didn't play I was a starter I just didn't one game my coaches didn't play me for some unknown reason I just mm-hmm. didn't play uh this was in a a tournament we played in uh Santa Clara we played in a uh, in Toso Pavilion in their gym we played in, in a tournament I I don't play for who knows why I come in in the fourth quarter I make a three like literally just put in the game, make a three. Uh, we go down on defense. I block a shot and the ball goes out of bounds. We get the ball. Uh, I block it off of somebody. So we get the ball. We start going up the court. My coach calls a timeout specifically to take me out. I got <laughs> one offensive possession, made a three, one defensive possession, blocked a shot off Where's of somebody. Turnover? Turn, <laughs> turnover. And he called a timeout specific. What else do you want from me? Anyway, uh, Wait, did you get an explanation? Nothing. No, no. My uh, coach was like a like an old like this little tiny dude. Uh, he was like seventy six. He was a uh, he was an old marine, and he was awful. But anyway, um, no, like no, no, no. I did not get I did not get an explanation. I feel like for, I think for I start I started the stories. next game. Like I started the game before that. I started the game after that. And for whatever yeah. reason, that game I just didn't. Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um. So no, I don't like you, what you're saying about Max. Like I don't, he was good. I don't know what else he's like supposed to do. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's does he need to change his name to Torian? Does he need to go back in time and play on that Hawks team that Torian was on to to convince Darwin that he is was actually a good player? Is there anything that can realistically so be done? So I think here? you, I think you, and I think out of my life. You, you and Harrison were talking about this. Um, I think you and Harrison were talking about, I think that, yeah, I think it was you and Harrison were talking about this, about like Darwin maybe using this as an opportunity to like show that he sticks with people, like he sticks with his guys. He's going to give you a shot mm-hmm. to try to imbue confidence and belief, etc. I think maybe there's something to that. Um, I don't know that this is my supposition, but I do think w- when you guys brought that up, I, I think that's a, good point i think it's possibly yeah. part of this torian's good at basketball he has not been he has not played well this year but torian is good at basketball and i think it, i think the thing that darvin i better than x's and o's we can think about that you know whatever and rotations etc the thing that darvin is really good at is um managing the managing a roster meaning like making sure everybody's ready um making sure the guys know that they believe in him. Darwin says all the time, like if this, if, uh, and he, he talks about this too with, uh, with Dane, who, who the coach of uh, the G league team South Bay, because it's kind of all one program. And they talk, I know for a fact, they talk about this a lot that Darwin believes that if like the spirit isn't right, if the cohesiveness, if the, if the mentality, if the guys, like togetherness, all of that isn't right. Like the rest of it doesn't matter. You can't, mm-hmm. you're not going to win unless the, the, the spirit is right. Let's call it. So I think Darwin, I think that's the thing he's best at. And I do think that some of this, does he care about my spirit? Because my spirit is not right. When I watch Torian Prince play basketball, <laughs> I think it's like 95, five against if he knows you exist. So I don't know that that's in the that's in his thinking necessarily. Um, 
Can you just let them know? Hey, you're I can. I, yeah, you know, before, well, I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not random going to Vegas. Dweeb. I'm not, I am not going to Vegas. So, uh, you know, there's a lot going on tonight and whatever. It doesn't matter. Mom's coming into town tonight. Um, so I'm not going to Vegas. So I will not be able to convey that message this evening or this afternoon to him as I would for you. Uh, but the next time I see Darvin, I will make sure that I probably don't want to pull up your Twitter and show him. I don't think that would help your case. But... <laughs> Not recently. I had a tweet go viral. For, for... Oh, did you? What did you, what'd you do? Making fun what did you do? Of and I follow you and I interact with you on Twitter. You were probably like in my top 10 most interacted with on Twitter. Yeah. I didn't see this. What did you do this time? Um, What did you say? Well... You can give me the cliff notes. What did you say? What did you do? Well, so like there was a there was a an image that Kobe Price uh tweeted out. And here I'll throw the I'll throw the the link into the comments here. Um and so the image, this is the image basically. Oh, actually I might still have it on on here. Um yeah, yeah. So this is my tweet. Oh, see, here's the thing. I got to turn off the private chat and put it in the comments because now there's a, I see all kinds of people talking to us. I, I, I yeah. messed that up. All but this right. is I, I threw the image up of 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 the tweet that I sent here on on video so that you guys can see it on YouTube. Yeah, right? Darvin okay. Ham asks for two seconds after entering the the conference room. Oh, my God. What a game jam uh, ham joked funny moment. But the yeah. funniest part of it to me was that Darvin Ham puts his head into his arms and can't see anything that's going on around him. And I said, actually, that's kind of how he coaches. And um, oh boy. that um, so now I wouldn't show I, I you know, if, if the point is to get him to care about my spirit, maybe don't show him that one. You know what? Let's not let's not even try to get him to care about my spirit. because I, <laughs> I have not been, I have not been very. No, I don't. I don't know that I'm in that good enough standing with him for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't You know what? No, we're not going Hey, this guy, I you no know, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do a show with him like every week? No, no, no. We we just I just quit mm. today. <laughs> I just quit. This is my I'm just trying to get a Christmas miracle. This is I'm trying to do my one solid, get in the Christmas spirit, do my one solid. I, I don't know this dude at all. Who when we started this, him? Anthony lied and said he was a make a wish candidate, and I just kept rolling with it. <clears throat> all right. Um, that I think is going to be where we end this thing, uh, because you have to Thank run God. off and, and, and take care. <laughs> Thank God, I he just ran out of energy. So your timing is impeccable, brother. Um, a reminder though, to everybody, if you want to watch the game with me tonight, uh, here on the, on Al Gore's internet, you can, uh, do so at playback.tv slash all access Lakers or on the uh, app that they have developed there. We always have a really good time. The last time that we got together, uh, I was literally cry laughing because Rui Hachimura showed off his hand and there was like what appeared to be henna tattoos on his hand. Oh yeah. With the and, one when he had the left with the left. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and uh, we were like, we were just running with the idea and the image of Rui Hachimura, like eating cotton candy at like the Santa Monica pier and getting henna tattoos right before the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going to want to tune into that. And then after the game, we will be right back here in the lounge to break down uh, what, what we saw um, as, as it unfolds, as the Lakers play tonight in Vegas against the new Orleans Pelicans. Uh, and, and it's a fun matchup. It's a, it's a two really wing heavy teams. 
yep. two kind of uh, dominant in their own way interior presences. I think LeBron, I think, is really going to be the the separator here between the two. Uh, it's going to be interesting who uh, who who checks Zion. I think that's going to be it's going to be. Yeah. I think that's going to be interesting. I mean, it's probably LeBron. That might be the time LeBron's got to. I also like LeBron. I I try Rui on him some stretches as well. Oh, I would too. I just mean among the starters. Yeah, no, I think I think it's LeBron and Rui are, are your two best options. Uh, Jackson maybe a little bit. I mean, obviously AD is fantastic, but if you uh, Valanciunas will just destroy people on the offensive glass. So you yeah. got to have. I think AD has to handle that because he will just he will just bury you on the offensive glass if you don't have somebody like sized on him. Oh shoot, Carlo, good job. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. All right. And by the way, Carlo, thank you for you were said something very nice. Our two faves. So I wanted to say what's up. I was gonna yeah join the chat and and respond to that, but then it's made me like connect you. Carlo is a is a VIP subscriber. Love it. Um, And we need more of those so that we can do those happy hour shows that I promised everybody. Uh, So hit that VIP thing, and then you can actually join me on the show when we do those shows. But anyway. Oh, what's up, Carl? Um, <clears throat> okay, so the story. Uh, really quickly, we were going to a party this last weekend, and the theme of the party was plaid. And um, okay. I had I had a sport coat that I was going to wear that is plaid, but I didn't have like a like a collared shirt that I wanted this to wear that would go. What, what kind of party is this? It's quite fancy. You're wearing a you're wearing a blazer it's a to a nice okay. neighborhood. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, right. And it's been cool. Like the nice thing about living where I live is that like, it's cool enough in the, in the, in the fall to, like, this isn't your subdivision that this party is. Yeah. This is just right down oh, the street. So it's a neighbor's party. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's everybody not, gets all, not, all you, you ain't over to the brother's house. You're always playing dominoes though. No, that's, that's not this party. That's <laughs> no, not this house. Not that oh, yeah, right, no. no, I went, I went to another party uh, across the street at that house too. The, the, the previous weekend didn't wear, they mess with you. One. They mess with you about, uh, was it somebody's name? They mess with my you name. About? Yeah. My yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I was, uh, you know, shopping really quickly to go see if we can find a, um, if I could find a, a plaid shirt that would go with the blazer that I was going to wear. And I go into old Navy and there was one that would like, it, like the color, color wise, looked exactly what i was looking for it was like a tan and white like kind of a thing my blazer is brown and navy blue so um i was like okay i'm I'm gonna try this on so i go into the into the fitting room and the first thing i notice as i'm putting my my sleeves in like it is this tight like it is just very very tight on the arms and i'm like that's a little weird um and so i slide on the other one i'm like this i I want to know what size you pulled what size are you in blouse? I think I got that one was a, an XL. Okay. Um, which I usually like if I'm shopping at an old Navy or like somewhere that is like young people wear, I always go up a size because everybody's stuff is very, very yeah, slim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I put it on and like, so it was super tight on my arms, but then it was like really kind of fluffy in like in my, chest area and it was super short okay like torso thank you yeah um but it was super short it went up to like my you know like just south of my belly you're showing a little mid you got you got your belly you you got your belly button out you little freak you got got a belly chain on and a belly button piercing okay i see you go ahead well i was wearing an undershirt so you know it didn't look too terrible well, it looked terrible, but like it could have looked way worse if I was actually if I was actually showing belly button there. It would have been awful for everybody involved. 
I know. I, I kind of <laughs> so, like it. I'm into it. I need to see this. Like, so I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, there is no way this is the way that this shirt should fit. <laughs> and I take it off and I look. <laughs> I look and on the on the back of like the tag thing there, it goes boyfriend's shirt or like his shirt. And so essentially Old Navy made a whole bunch of shirts and put them in the guy section. Because when you walk into an Old Navy, if you go left, it's the guy section. You go right, it's yeah. the girl section. Yeah. So uh, in the in the left section where guy shirts are, they put a bunch of shirts that are for women that the boyfriend shirt are that look like guy mm -hmm. shirts. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> just so I like I walk out and and I I took off the shirt because nobody needed to see that on the outside of the uh, of the thing. And I and I asked the lady, I was like, hey, um, I think somebody misplaced these shirts. <laughs> Do you have this goes, in a quadruple X? <laughs> right. I was like, man, it's the colors that I need. Um, but I know I, I go like, I think somebody misplaced these shirts. They are in the wrong section. Cause there was like a grip of them. There were like, it'd be one thing. It was like one shirt that was there that shouldn't have been there, but it was like a section of these shirts that should not have been over there. Purposeful. Like seemed purposeful. Yeah. And she goes, why? And I go, well, cause these aren't guys shirts. And she goes, what? And I go, that's the mistake I just made. You shouldn't be making this mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so she goes like, she goes, what? And I go, yeah, it goes, it says like his shirt, meaning that this is a shirt that girls would wear in the same way that they would wear. Like if I have a dress shirt, Jen, like Jen used to wear still, my dress still, shirts, right? still your hoodie. Yeah. Right. So something like that. And she goes, Oh, and on my, <laughs> on my way, on my way out of Old Navy, because like I wasn't, I, I didn't find anything else that I that that I wanted to wear that was in my size or my gender. Um, so like I was like walking out, and I see this poor girl go, and she yanks down a whole section uh, of shirts. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. She was just like, "Oh God, we made this mistake." <laughs> Next time I see you, I demand I demand you in a crop top. Next time I see you, you must be wearing a crop. Dude, top. I'm telling you, it was like. You know, so if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see basically to like my chest, right? Yeah. And I'm telling you the thing, the thing, the shirt went down only about six inches further from, from where you can see here. <laughs> it was I will bring it was you a look. I will bring you to a Lakers game and you can sit courtside <laughs> with me if you will if you'll only, do so in a crop top. No, uh it's not worth it. <laughs> it's like that's how I'm going to introduce myself to Jeannie, right? Like yeah, wearing a crop top. You have to have a belly chain too. I don't care if it goes through a piercing. You don't have to have a a, a piercing, a belly button ring. Yeah. But I do need a belly chain and a crop top. So yeah, you guys, you guys, I, you guys are left with the visual leaving this show, this show, of me showing off my whole tummy, like the. You can just do. Like and by the way, next week. You can just do the show shirtless next Thursday. Just Anthony shirtless. I've done a mean. show. I've done a show shirtless. That has happened. All right. That has happened. That is, teaser that for is, next week taking place. I'm not. No, it is not. I'm saying that. I've <laughs> hey, made a mistake it's a tease. You're a professional broadcaster. Remember, <laughs> you started this show with a tease. We end the show with a yeah. tease. All right. Yeah. That is, Give the people what they want, Anthony. One nauseating tease. We'll talk to everybody <laughs> tonight after the game. <laughs>